When should you go full no contact with your abusive or narcissistic parents? Hi, my full name is Johannes Matthias Kunrad, so I normally call myself Matthias, but I call my channel The Great Johannes. I am making a series of videos of how to deal with the abuse you got from narcissistic parents. And in this video, as I introduced, I will talk about, you know, when to go full no contact, which is something I was forced to do around age 33, 34, fairly late. I could have done this at age 22 or even before that, but I wasn't able to. So I want to talk about uh, what goes on through your head when you start thinking about, you know, maybe, maybe it's best for me that I break or divorce my parents, as I call it, and and just never, never talk to them again. And why would you do something like that? I believe I've been the victim of chronic narcissistic abuse from two parents who were both of them narcissistic, extreme narcissists, uh, along with other problems they also may have had. And at first, uh, I blamed myself. This is what almost all children do when they are abused. They believe that it's because of themselves. They believe they are the problem and that being beaten or yelled at or humiliated is simply a fitting or appropriate punishment for the fact that you're no good, that you were born no good. Because as a child, no matter what your parents do to you, you will always regard your parents as perfect, holy, kind, you have no choice. They're the ones who feed you and clothe you. They're the ones with the money to pay for other expenses. Now, as you become a teenager, you may start to question this. You may start to think, well, if the abuse continues in, into your teenage years, you will start to think to yourself, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, it can't all be my fault. But you still don't believe that. You, you question it, but you still deep down inside, are convinced that you must have been the problem in the past and perhaps you are still the problem in the present. Then when you do leave your parental home, as is, this is what happened in my case, I left when I was 19 years old. Uh, it was around age 22 that I remember, I still have it, a, a document on my computer where I was detailing in short sentences all the things that I feel were done to me by my parents and then concluded that it wasn't my fault. And, and I even wrote down these words like, I found the truth, but now I must hide it again. I wrote that in that document at the end of the conclusion. And the reason was that at that age still, I looked up to my parents as these almost divine beings who put me on this earth and they raised me and they fed me, right? And they paid for everything, right? They put me through school. Why would I, why would I, blame them for things that happened to me, right? I still couldn't do it. In fact, I put that document away, but it came back to haunt me when I was around 28 years old, when I had an actual nerve breakdown, a nervous breakdown in my room in my apartment. I was by myself, tears were flowing down my cheek, and I wondered to myself, don't I also deserve to be loved? How come everybody around me seems to deserve love, but I don't? And that's when it hit me is that uh, that's how I was raised. I was raised by narcissistic parents who scapegoated me. I was the scapegoat child and sometimes the non-existent child who was blamed for everything that was wrong in our household, everything that I played no role in causing. I had nothing to do with it. And that is when at age 28, my thinking about 
myself started to change as in, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not the cause of my own problems. My narcissistic parents have abused me throughout my life. They have been the cause of my problems. And very slowly, I started to permit myself to see things the right way, as in certain causes that I talk about in other uh, videos, certain uh, forms of abuse that I've suffered. I didn't do this to myself. I didn't deserve these things. I do deserve love. That's how it started. At age 28, I started to tell myself, I deserve to be loved. I also deserve to be loved. Now starts another process where I don't quite know how to deal with my abusive parents yet. This comes around age 32 again. You see how the years fly by. I'm 32, 33 years old now, and now I'm ready. Finally, I've, I've gathered the courage to confront my parents. I actually start communicating to my parents the things they did to us. I will talk about this in separate videos uh, about these types of abuse. For example, my father would torture our children's fingers. Why did he do that? Uh, both of them, both my parents severely neglected us. It was extreme emotional neglect as though to the point where I felt that I was a piece of living furniture in someone else's household. I was neither seen nor spoken to. Yeah, neither seen nor heard. I was told never to make any noises or sounds. I was told basically to be invisible and silent. Uh, so there's a whole barrage of these types of abuses and other kinds of abuse, physical abuse, right? Beatings, uh, verbal abuse, uh, psychological neglect, feeling psychologically invisible. And then I started to ask my parents about these things. Like, why did you do this? Like, why, why was my father an alcoholic most of my adult life, most of my childhood? Uh, why did he prefer to ignore his family until our, his family went to bed and he could start drinking? Why did he do that? Why didn't he never really talk to us? And same thing with my mom. I would ask her things like, why did you do such and such? And to my total absolute shock, something happened that I absolutely did not expect. I expected that we were now over 30, all of us, and we could talk about these things, right? I needed some kind of resolution or resolve. What I got, however, was my parents listening to me and then saying nothing, turning the tables around and saying, you're insane for bringing these things up. We didn't do anything wrong. We weren't bad parents. I d uh, he didn't know it was wrong, blah, blah, blah. And basically, I was, I was referred to a psychiatrist for daring to bring up these problems. At that point, I still didn't really understand that my parents were narcissists, like hardcore narcissists with the full-blown personality disorder, people who, whose sense of self and their own sense of integrity is so important to them that they will allow no infracture, no infringement upon their sense of being perfect beings. And the fact that I told them that I believed that they had severely abused and neglected their children is something they were never going to accept. But this to me was the straw that broke the camel's back. I was no longer going to accept this, this kind of abuse where everything is always turned around. I'm blamed for everything that I didn't do. Uh, I'm called insane. I'm referred to a psychiatrist when it became very clear to me that my parents were the ones who were mentally ill and who needed help 
but they, were, they weren't going to get it. In fact, they've never sought help for their problems and they still have those problems because they have never changed. See, this is the benefit of being, being a victim, a victim at least, can grow out of this victim role and heal yourself. Whereas the abusers oftentimes will remain imprisoned in their, in their own sick little twisted world from which they can never escape and they will never heal from. Then I was around 34 years old. Finally, at long last, I did the unthinkable. I broke contact. I went full no contact with my parents. In fact, I communicated this to them in an email. I told them I'm divorcing you. I, I felt like I was emotionally, socially, psychologically divorcing my parents. I broke up with them. And I remember it well, the first few days after doing this, I was totally in panic. You know, I remember lying on my sofa after doing this, uh, after telling my parents I didn't want to see them anymore ever. Uh, I remember spending like 10 hours or so lying on my sofa, like shivering with shaking fingers, shaking hands, really like, what have I done? What have I done? You know, I'll never be able to, they'll never love me again, right? And this fear slowly went away after about two weeks because of course I was consistent with my decision and I did not relapse, I did not go back, right? I didn't apologize, I didn't come back to say, please, sorry, I wanna be back anyway, because I realized they were never going to change. I started to understand I was dealing with narcissistic parents whose minds are wired in such a way that they will always continue to abuse me. They will always set the bar so high that I can never achieve it. I will never win their love and I will never win their appreciation. And this was the hardest thing to do for me to accept finally at long last, these two people are never going to love me. There is nothing I need to do anymore to try to win their love. In fact, I should have deserved their love simply for being born on day one, but I never got it and I never will. And so going full no contact for me was the best thing I did. After that, and I'm 41 years old now, so this has almost been uh, eight years, seven, seven to eight years since I broke and went full full no contact. I have been growing and developing. My mental health has only been improving ever since, meaning improving beyond what is normal, right? You can be a normal person and you can go beyond that in terms of mental health. You can become even more resilient, even stronger, right? Even more experienced and even more aware of other people's problems that are none of your business, right? And so you can go beyond being normal. You can become extremely healthy and strong and resilient. That's exactly what I've been doing. That's what happened to me, basically to make up for the fact that for so long, the first 34 years of my life, I was a victim. But now since age 34, I am no longer the victim. I am the winner now.